This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Phoning it in. Phoning it in. If you're in a quandary or got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week, we're talking to small business owners who are desperate for staff. Uh, Hazel, it just says here that you work in a cave. Is that right? Well, doesn't it say more? <laughs> no. Well, I submitted a big thing about the business, but uh, I suppose... Yeah, I just get the notes. Um, yes. So you work in a cave. What yep. do you do in the cave? Well, we run tours right. of this cave. Yep. Uh, it is in... It's near... Malahide, um, but but um, it's not in Malahide. It's not in Malahide. It's in um, what do you call it, Donnybrook? Okay. <laughs> but we prefer to advertise it as <laughs> being near, near Malahide because people don't, don't know. Uh, yes, yeah. You know, there's so what's special about this cave? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Look, we've searched high and low in that cave, and there's really nothing. But um, you know, there's not that many opportunities for people. Uh, in general, uh, at the moment, well, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. Well, that's the whole point of this segment: is people are struggling to get staff. I think because there's so many opportunities. Well, sorry, I mean uh, visitors. I mean, there's not that many opportunities for oh. people of things kind of to do and that. So, yeah. uh, sorry, I'm still on explaining about the cave yeah, and the business. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so um, we're offering a chance for people to come into a cave, yeah, and, and get a bit of a tour. No, no, absolutely, very difficult to get staff though. No problem getting visitors. Why do you think you're struggling particularly with to get staff with the cave? Is there anything that would stop people from wanting to work in the cave? It's damp. Yeah, I suppose it's damp, and um, Ireland has one of the highest. Um, sort of <clears throat> proportions of people with asthma. Um, and yeah, we, we do have to have to really call out how damp it is and how dangerous it is if you have any sort of existing lung conditions. Okay, well, I want to bring on Tony, who's a former staff member of yours. Right, Tony, yes. Yeah, Tony, why did you uh, quit? Oh, God, I just had enough of it, you know? I mm. mean, you're supposed to give a three-quarter of an hour tour of a cave, which is three meters deep. Right. I mean, not a I ran out of things to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the real problem. I mean, forget the asthma. I mean, you know, okay, you do occasionally get people coming in with asthma and yes, they have some kind of a fit and, you know, you, you have to uh, get the, get their inhaler and there's a whole big panic about it. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, you do, we, you know, we, at the start of the tour is like a two minute briefing on the incidence of, uh, or the rate of, of asthma in Ireland, <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. that is. So that's going to take up some time. That takes up some time, but then you're like, I mean, that's, I, you know, you're just putting that in just to fill time. Yeah, yeah. What you other know, kind of things would yeah, you say? Anecdotes about, oh God, my, my cousin had asthma, you know? <laughs> Uh, does anybody then, does anybody here know Donal? And you're like, but it you wait more, a good long while just to it becomes more a, a tour about asthma than about the cave at that point. Well, yes, you're just trying to come up with any angle. People are like, so uh, is there anything historical happened in this cave? And you're like, no, right. no, not really. Um, some of the things that have happened in this cave are there were some tours for the last few months. 
you know. A few people got asthma attacks. A few people got asthma attacks. Yeah. My cousin Donal <laughs> came in. He got an asthma attack almost straight away. Does anyone here know Donal? And it was just, they were like, you're, you're already asked yeah, that. Like, I'm checking. Look, I just want to double check. Look, look, Hazel Tony can... wasn't a good fit for our business. Tony okay. has no sense of mystical like, sort of curiosity or fantasy, and we need that in our employees. So actually, you... Tony was just not a good fit. Tony, you weren't a good fit. You had several mystics, um, uh, um, uh, mediums, and all kinds of things going into that cave to try and find some kind of mystical element and they all come out saying absolutely fuck all. Well, look, lots of things are boring until someone, you know, puts a good spin on it. Well, hang on. Shelley is on the line. Shelley, you went on this tour. What did you make of it? Yeah, uh, look, to be honest, I went to the tour and it really, it really fucked me up. What do you mean? Well, one of the tour, and I don't know which one of the tour guides it was, but they, like, obviously, I guess they'd run out of stuff to say and they started telling me they like looked me straight in the eyes and they were like you were conceived in this cave you were conceived in this cave and i was like what and they were like yeah and then they started saying that like yeah my dad was you well no we all go for that one sooner or later you know you're half an hour in that's very common it's in the manual like just point at someone and say you were conceived in this cave it's in there. Yeah. You gotta yeah. go for it. Well, it just like it, it ruined my family because I went back and I said it to like my mom and I was like, "Mom, like this guy just told me I was conceived in a cave," and she was like, "Who, who told you that?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Don't look. We can't talk about this right now." And it turns wow. out I was, I was conceived yeah. in the cave, but it wasn't my dad, mm-hmm. and right. I, it was. It was, uh, she said it was, it was Christ. Okay. Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> that took a turn. So wait, was this in the cave near Malahide? Yeah. Oh, oh so. It's in Donabate. It's near Malahide. near Other side of Donabate to Malahide. Okay, so I was in Donabate. So your mother went to this cave. Yeah, like obviously she's not well. Like obviously that's not true, right? So well, now no, I have to deal on. with what, what, you think I'm the second coming of Christ? Well, that would be a big draw for I would so. definitely like to meet you. Because, you know, usually we, we say it because, um, you know, a lot of young couples do use the whole, I mean, the cave <laughs> for um, kind of just meeting up in the night. And How you know, many times has a child pointed at a used condom and said, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the times. Well, there I were no obviously over. no used condoms in my story. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, I suppose yeah. not. Um, unless it was a used, used one, as in they used it twice. In which case, it, <laughs> Could have been. it might, might have, have lost been. its effectiveness. effectiveness. No you also have to. Well, I was going to say also to factor in the fact that this was a miraculous conception of sorts. Come or... on, Dave. Like, Dave, why are you perpetuating <laughs> this? I don't understand. Well, what like, do you I'm What not... do you think happened, Shelley? I think m- my mom. <laughs> Obviously, shacked up with some lad who's not my father, obviously, because I asked my father, too. I was like, Dad, are you my dad? And he was like, look, we didn't want to tell you. But no, like, your mother was pregnant before I met her. What are your parents' names? I don't see how that's relevant. What are their names, though? Mary and Joseph. What? (laughs) Wait, your actual parents' name? Well. Yeah, but, like, come on. That's a big coincidence. No, it's not. It just means that Sorry, Shelley, what what age are you? I'm 30. Hmm. You got three years, Shelley. <laughs> what? Use them. 
Use them wisely. Jesus died at Look, the age guys, of thirty-three. Look, guys, I no. This isn't funny. This is my life. Okay, my mom, my yes, but she's obviously using the fact that her name is Mary and this guy's name is mm. Joseph mm. to like perpetuate this guy. This. Your dad. You're saying that she sought out somebody called Joseph after she got pregnant to sort of perpetuate this story that she'd created yeah, in I'm her sure head. Yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. Oh, God. I'm right. sure that's what happened. Anyway, none of this would have come out if you hadn't pointed at me in a cave I mean, and said even, you were conceived Do you have any cousins? Look. Do I have any cousins? Yeah. No. Disciples? Right. Sorry? Disciples? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, even this is good to pad out the cave material. <laughs> so even the story about yeah. come in. Yeah. We'd love to put you in sort of a a glass, one of those, you know, those sort of upside down big test tubes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Have Shelley permanently on exhibition? You know, yes, or on a cross. Like maybe. A Are you talking about crucifying me? Jar. Are you going to like nail me to a you cross? You know why sometimes in churches they have like a statue in glass. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. So we could kind of put you up as sort of a icon. Right. No, I don't think I'm going to go for that, to be honest. I will Would... pay, pay ten ninety an hour. Is that, um... is that minimum wage? <laughs> Something like that, I think. Something like that. Uh, I Yay! mean, I, to be honest, no. Uh... You might come back to work. No, I oh. tell you who you should hire is her mother. She sounds like she can spin out a yarn. That's right. Uh, Shelley, maybe you'd get your mother uh, in touch with the the, the cave. Um, and But you're all coming. Have a free ticket. See if you like the, the place. Well, she's already right. been. <laughs> That's how we got onto this. Yeah. <laughs> she was staring I've at her. I've already been in it. And it ruined right. my life. Listen, guys. Um, this is great. I think we're we're kind of making progress with the, with the cave near Dunabate. If nothing else, this is advertised. You know, you might get a bit more business Absolutely. out of it, and, and yeah, maybe thanks, the, maybe there'll be someone listening who wants to come and work now that it's got these or religious connections. Maybe there's somebody who wants to come and hear how they were conceived, and there'd be a good chance of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like it's a popular hell for for any couples near done very popular okay opinion. you should actually that's what you should be charging for is access after hours well I mean it's a public hole <laughs> it is a public hole yeah. we do have to mutter that under our breath <laughs> say listen you don't have to pay me to come in this is just a game okay um, thanks so much for phoning in guys I'm going to move on to another uh, small business owner Um Curtis, you have opened your own amusement park. Is that right? Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. And what, you're struggling to get staff? I would have thought people would, would enjoy working in an amusement park. Yes, uh, in a normal amusement park. They absolutely would, but uh, not in this one. No, this is uh, an amusement park where the staff are the amusement. Okay. And in what way? Like, um, um, like circus freaks? No, circus freaks, but they would be welcome if any circus freaks want to uh, give us a shout. No, um, you know the way in a normal amusement, you, you got like uh, right. roller coasters, yeah. you got um, you got that thing where you got to pick up teddy bears with a claw. Yeah. Uh, you got the thing where you throw a hoop onto some bottles. You got the thing where you're picking up a duck with a hoop. Yeah, yeah, we all know what's in an amusement uh, park. Got, um, <laughs> yeah, there's loads of things. Dodgems. Yeah. Dodgems, yeah. All of those are done by staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, your staff yeah so dodgems you get in the back of some person staff and you try and drive them into each other yeah okay so I, i'm if i'm going as a patron yeah. i get on one of your staff members backs and i yeah. sort of try and corral them 
into another staff member who's got another patron on their backs. Exactly. Well, yes. That, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it is. It will be. It's great fun. But I only have like three members of staff, so they are running around. Okay, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. do fulfill yeah. every role. And being a human bumper car probably isn't a lot of fun for the car. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dave, you're a tall guy, <laughs> and uh, so you jumping on. I mean, we have. I mean, we've got Sheila. She's fifteen year old girl. She's pretty small. Yeah. Um, we've got Alexander, who is a seventy year old man. And so, if I want to do a ring toss, am I uh, sort of picking Sheila up and sort of trying to get her into a sort of circle and then throwing her at this old man? Or, <laughs> I mean, we did try that once, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no one could actually pick Sheila up. Uh, she is small, but you know, still, you're gonna have a extreme difficulty. I mean, she didn't make it over the counter. You know, she yeah. just slammed into the counter, uh, which was another person's member staff. <laughs> of course, it's another person. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. That was, okay. Uh, yeah. I can see why you're struggling to get staff. Um, and yet, I can also see that this is, you know, the attraction so fun. of your amusement park. Yeah. Um, let's talk to, was it, uh, what was her name? Sheila. Sheila, Sheila, you're working, you're still working there now. Yeah. And um, you you don't mind being like a human bumper car or? Not really. Like, I mean, you know, I'm 15, so it's just after school and um Look, you know, I don't have to do very much except just kind of be and like people will just, you know, well, try and form me into a ring and like throw me over. So like I can just be on my phone or whatever the yeah. whole time. I mean, some people this would say she loves to be on that phone. Some people would say though, being a human bumper car, that's a lot of work. You have to take someone on your shoulders. You have to run around. Yeah, I don't really run around. Okay. They, I kind of just curl up into like a ball on the ground and somebody just sits on me. And, and that's it. You know the way that half the time bumper cars are not working, you know, <laughs> you can't get them to work and you're like, yeah. hey, it won't drive, it won't drive. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, I'll deal with it, I'll deal with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. one of those. Yeah. Now, is uh, she's working for you as a 15-year-old. Um, mm-hmm. Is this... Uh, legal is this above above board because it sounds like she's putting herself in danger she's not getting paid okay don't worry about it no no this is my niece right okay so she's fine don't worry about that yeah 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 and what about the the elderly I just feel like there's health and safety issues here you know up up the wazoo yes indeed have you been sued that is um I mean when have we not been sued right so, you know? so you're 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 always it's rolling yeah. uh, court case. Yes, okay. Yes. Uh, well, I want to bring on Bridget because she heard um, about this amusement park and wants to come and work for you. Is that right, Bridget? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could I do that? Yes. What attracted you to the idea of working here? I really love getting hurt. Okay. What, what age are you, Bridget? Twelve. Is that um, that's too young? I'd say. Is it? <laughs> it's getting. That's borderline now, to be honest with you. Twelve-year-old right. girl that I don't know coming again hurt in an amusement yeah, park. Yeah, but I want yeah. uh, but I want to do it. I yeah. can, I can probably hurt you if you just want to come as a visitor. Okay, well, I'm having no official role in that. Let me just say, because I actually like to hurt people. Okay. Cool. But I, this kind of is part of what you're offering, though, in a way. Like, uh, what you can hurt a little girl. <laughs> 
Well, I, you know, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's exciting. Listen, I want to get some adult staff in there that we can throw about the place that can be used. You know, we've got a. I managed to get a big claw machine that uh, we can you can use to pick people up with. Oh, what's the claw machine made out of? Uh, I don't know, big claw and a chain. Okay, this. What so, do you think it's made out of? I thought of? it might have been a, a, a person winch. on a. No, rope. no, no. This is an actual machine, okay. but in the bin is, is a whole people. bunch of people. Right. Yeah. At the moment, it's just one old man that, that you try and pick up. That you can try and pick up. Yeah. That does sound like fun. I mean, it's fun, but wouldn't it be Not more him. fun if they were, there was like, I don't know, uh, 10 30 people, people yeah, just, yeah, just crammed on top of each other. I have a very good work ethic, and I'm very ambitious, and I don't just want to get hurt. I just, getting hurt is part of it, but I also want to do... I have you want got this to, written down? It sounds like this is a speech that you have prepared. Yeah, I was told I needed to have a personal statement and a, and a CV, and I've never had a job before. So I want to, I just want to say that I would be a very good worker and I want to go to college someday and I need to have jobs on my resume. And also the bonus thing is that I like getting hurt, but I also, I will do a good job and I will, I won't get hurt, I won't get hurt badly. Do you have difficulty getting hurt? I mean, if you want to get hurt, (laughs) surely just slam your fingers in a door or something. Yeah, but I, I'm very, I'm very, uh... Like, as I said, I'm very ambitious, and as I said already in my personal statement, I'm very ambitious, yeah. and yeah. I'd like to, to work be... the two together, so I'm not just, like, I don't just want to get hurt, I'd like to also have a job, yeah. so I can put it on my, so no, I can put it no, on no, my To be fair, Curtis, we could all slam our fingers in a door, but you can't put that on a CV, can you? Um, I don't I mean, think, you could. I, I don't know <laughs> you if you could, can put could. a lot of the stuff. That yeah, but I, if I do a really good job, if I do a really You're good lick, job, but I also... Bridget. What? You're a lick. Oh, come on, are using all this teenager <laughs> slang that none of us get? What does this mean? Just, you're like... You know what? That hurt. Yeah, it there's no need the... for that. She's just trying to get a job and... No, she's like, come I like on it. here. You're tra- clearly trying to, like, be employee of the month and you're not even working here yet, like... Oh, wait, are you trying to... Are you trying to hurt her feelings? Because you know that she'll... It's just what I like to do. Thank you so much. Well, I, really doesn't, I, don't, I don't just like physical pain, I like emotional pain too. Perfect. So. Right, well, at least we've brought you guys together and um, maybe, you could, maybe Bridget, you could go and visit the amusement park. Yeah, and, and can you give do. me a job? No, just come and not hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Great, okay, well, listen, um, Great. thanks uh, so much for... Uh, and look, who knows, when Bridget's like three or four years older, maybe she could come and work for you then. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. She's still alive. Sounds like she's not going to be long for this world, to be honest with you. (laughs) She's got big plans. I'm going to make it to 15. You'll see. (laughs) Okay, great. Watch this space. Uh, Thank you, guys. Thank you for phoning it in. Um, As I'm sure you know, phoning it in is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out. I'm Connor Reid with words to that effect. How do the Victorians invent time? Where do all those pirate cliches come from? Should we all read romance novels? Why are kids so obsessed with dinosaurs? What makes the perfect detective story? What happens to culture and society in a post-apocalyptic world where everything has stopped? 
Words to that effect tell stories of the fiction that shapes popular culture. Listen wherever you get your podcasts and at headstuffpodcasts.com. There is a new way to support the show and it's called Headstuff Plus. For a small monthly fee, you'll not only help me to continue making more episodes of this show, you'll also get heaps of bonus content from every single show on the network. That includes new bonus episodes of this show, which will be released every other week. So please head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. My special guest joining me in the studio today is Anna Fender. Um, She was sent to prison for a crime she didn't commit. Um, And Anna, you want to make sure that no one else uh, suffers the same fate. Yeah. How did you end up in prison, Anna? Well, you heard my name. Anne Offender. And... Anne Offender, yeah. You know, Anne Anne Offender and... uh, You think that somebody... Well, no, but it's... My name has followed me around my whole life and, Mm. you know, people... There is such a thing as as word association. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so people have looked at me and and they've gone an offender. Yeah, and it's like when you, your name's um, Pat Butcher and you, you become a butcher. Exactly. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So you feel you've been wrongly targeted. Well, I suppose it's that. Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that wrongdoing hasn't been done, but by but you, I, no. Okay. I'm not going to say that wrong offending hasn't been done by me. Right. Correct. Um, But I have been put in situations because people think that I am a and that I am a criminal. You know what I mean? So I end up in these situations where they go, "Well, obviously she's going to do a crime, so get her into the gang." So I'm I'm just consistently being brought into gangs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm just I'm making friends. Well, well, I want to bring on the um, the sort of detective who who arrested you. Um, it was it's Detective Pat Downs. Pat, um, were you were you nominative determinism? Yes, is yeah. that the only reason that you arrested her? I though? think so. I think that's the only reason I'm a detective, and that's the only reason that I. Uh, that I Me and know. Pat are stuck in a cosmic battle, yes. essentially. Um, right. Of Wits and wills and bets and wagers and fate, fate, fate. Mm. Anna also does poetry. Okay. Just so you know. All right. Yeah, no, that was, that was quite nice. Poems. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but, but sorry, how did you become involved with Anna? With Anna? Yeah. Well, uh, I am a detective and um, I... Well, you know, I was out detecting things and, um, you know, I happened to. um, Can I tell you something? He detected this ass. That's what he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yes, I am an ass detective. (laughs) What does that mean? I, well, if you, if you need to find somebody, but you only have a photograph of an ass. Oh, I can find them. Okay. If you have an ass print on a chair, the police will call me in as an ass specialist yeah, 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 to yeah. find that or like ass. a mold of an ass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you had this photograph in this case of Anna's ass. Mm-hmm. And how did you find her? Uh, well, <clears throat> I used all my detecting powers and uh, noticed that there was a, a little note uh, sticking out of the uh, of her back pocket. 
which said uh, to Anna Fender on it. And I thought, either she's about to post this to Anna Fender or she's received this and her name is Anna Fender. Right. And then you tracked her down from there. And I tracked her down from there. Simple. But what, what was the crime though? The crime was grand larceny. Right. What does that yes. entail? Yes. Well, it's larceny, but it's like on a bigger scale. <laughs> bigger scale. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in this case, what was the grand larceny that she... Oh, it was one of the biggest larcenies I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was that grand. It was... I mean, it was a great larceny, right. I would say. Yeah, yeah. But they don't... That's not a legal term. Huh? That's not a legal term. That's not a legal term. term. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I've tried to get it on the books. I, I've talked to the judges. I've said, listen, let's get this going. <laughs> you gotta, we, if, if it's gotta, bigger it's again. It's getting bigger now. Yeah, this yeah. larceny yeah. <laughs> here is getting too big for grand, I yeah. would say. Yeah. And for those maybe who aren't familiar with these terms, what is larceny? <laughs> well, you take the, way, the L away from larceny and you get arsony and <laughs> yeah, you take yeah, the a knee yeah. away from arse and you've got arse. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I'm looking to take L's and knees away from the word larceny. So if I see an arse and a knee together and there's an L involved at some point then I'm like, well this is a grand larceny. I'll tell you what, this is more than a grand larceny. This is a great larceny. Right, okay. So Anna, do you, do you admit to Having taken part in in sorry, Grand Pat's Larceny. being very vague here, but I mean, me and Pat fucked, right? right? Yeah. So like, the, like me and Pat have had a sexual relationship. Yeah. Um. You know all this talk about you know I'm an ass detective, Grand Larceny. You know, like it's all just I think, this. I think you brought uh, both of those things to be <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, it's a, so, it's a smoke screen. Yeah, you're saying for the sp- fact that we have made love. Okay, but and apparently that's a crime now. Well, I was going to ask: Is that how you ended up in prison? Yes. But, but I, what was no, but the, I mean, it was also while we were having sex or just shortly afterwards, I noticed all the incriminating evidence around her room. Yeah. Uh, um, which was? Mm, the um, um, Sunflowers by Van Gogh. Um, Is that how you say his name? That's how you say his name. <laughs> yes, oh my Van God. Gogh. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been making a fool of myself. At well, my, not uh, really, because you can kind of say it anyway. You can say Van Gogh. You can say, say okay. Van Gogh. Uh, get Van Gogh even okay. um, people have all kinds of ways of saying it but uh, you know you look kind of like more of a fool by saying Van Gogh the correct way because um, people were like well this guy's pretty pretentious yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you but obviously I sat up in bed and was like my god is that Sunflowers by Van Gogh <laughs> and um, you know the cat set up you can see how we got together can't you <laughs> uh, you, you were uh, how did you feel when he said Van Gogh like that Oh, incredibly aroused. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's interesting, that reaction. Um, what did you do next? So you saw the paintings, Hulk, and did you just arrest, arrest oh, Anna immediately? there was more evidence than that. There was a oh. literal smoking gun. I don't know how it was still smoking. Um, it had blood on it and um, smoke coming out. Of was it one barrel. of those smoke guns? You know, the Heston Blumenthal Things. I don't know Heston Blumenthal's <laughs> smoke guns. Uh, no, I, I had just put my post-coital cigarette uh, down beside the barrel of uh, the gun. So, you know. so that, that's where the smoking mm. gun. And there was blood on it as well. Blood on the gun. Um, How do you account for the blood on the, on the gun, Anna? I had just my, put my <laughs> post-coital... <laughs> 
Uh, um. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, you can say it. <laughs> it was a certain time of the month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, had, yeah. yeah. Okay. So there you're was innocent. A safe that was, you're innocent. There was a safe that innocent. was uh, blown open. Right. On the bedroom floor. Yeah. You don't think that's incriminating? Well, uh, you know, maybe she just likes to blow holes in safes in her spare time. There's nothing. Maybe. I think Pat underestimates the power of our lovemaking. I mean, it was the, the it was an unblown safe under the bed before we did did the business, and then right. afterwards, you know what can I say? Wow. Okay. Well, listen. Um, I feel like there's a lot of he said, she said talking to just you guys. So I want to bring in the judge in the case. Judge Roy Bean. Hello there. Now, I'd like to call Pat Dins back into the bar. This is extremely unethical, Pat. Everything that you've, you've let out, a whole lot of information about the case. And you've... Am I right here? Was that some sort of a euphemism? Judge, did or have you, you just wake up or something? Well, I, I woke <laughs> up, I turned on the radio, and I'm, I'm hearing about my, my main case at the moment... Dirty laundry being aired all over the public airwaves. Now, you're having sex? Pat, this won't stand. Dave. Yeah. Pat. Pat has been called off this case because he he's actually been going making casts of Miss Offenders. Miss Fenders, sorry now, Anna. Miss Fenders. Uh, I bottom. think that's pretty much a guilty verdict there. You might, I mean, if you call her offender, uh, you know, that's. I Look, think that's a that's a judge's verdict. It's definitely not, Pat. And please, this is your. Th- please stop trying to color my bias. Now. So you admit that you're biased. <laughs> every judge is biased. The law is full of subjectivity, Dave. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't heard that. Okay. Before, yeah. <laughs> Well, you might not have heard it, but is it not obvious? You no, know, now that you say it, people are flawed, Dave. People the, are flawed. Naturally. The jury is just a bunch of idiots saying, "I think, yeah, that's grand. true." The yeah. law is rubbish. It's absolutely <laughs> okay. rubbish. We should get a big computer to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a judge. So why do you stay involved if you're? Do you know the way they say at the beginning? You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Then you know what you don't know, <laughs> yeah. and that's. That's kind of where I am. <laughs> so if you keep sticking with it, do you eventually know everything you need to know? I don't know if anybody <laughs> thinks that they know all about their area of expertise because yeah. there's always more questions. Anyway, we're getting Unless they still don't know what they don't know. Unless they, they don't know what exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a philosophical bind. <laughs> now, yes, Pat Downs has been making casts, 3D printed uh, versions of Miss Fender's bottom, and and um, and forming these yes, dents all exhibits over A to W, all over newly laid concrete pads, which the state is paying for. He thinks he's the new Banksy. Uh, he's oh, so you're taking the cast of Anna's uh, backside and pushing it into wet cement all uh-huh. over the all over the country. Yeah. But that's I, a, I don't understand what the point is here. That's yeah? that's vandalism. 
No, that is detective work. No, you've been trying to... Fr- I've just figured all this out. <laughs> you've been trying to frame... It sounds like you're the detective, He's been, he's been trying to finger me for a crime for a while. <laughs> you know? That was not a crime. You very much... Uh, oh, no, we don't need to go into the ins and outs. Oh, the ins and outs. Well, you know have happened, Dave. Sitting down in these different places. <laughs> sitting down making big bottom marks. No, sorry, I shouldn't say big. <laughs> Making bottom marks. Oh, you marks, can say big. Big bottom marks in concrete. It was grand larceny, after exactly, all. Exactly. Judge Roy is yes. obsessed with these ask mark, ask mark, marks, ask marks. <laughs> well, and it's my brings case. Them up. You see, Pat is an amateur artist, and it's why he got so up in arms about me having, you know, sunflowers by Van Gogh um, <laughs> in my apartment. It's because he Van has Gogh. wanted to be an artist for a long time. Well, now we can be an artist. You're disbarred. I was never. I'm a detective. <laughs> you can't disbar me. I've never been barred. But you never will be. And I know it was your childhood dream to one day be an artist who's also a barrister. Yes, yes, yes. Pat, are you, uh, I didn't sort of clear this up at the start, are you with the police or are you kind of freelance? Oh, just a freelance detective. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, I would call myself a private detective, but no one's ever paid me to do this. <laughs> okay, but you did manage to get Anna arrested. Oh, yeah. How did you? But that was just because of my name, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't because of any evidence. Well, that, that helped that. to grease the wheels. Yeah. I've got an offender here and, um, also, look, Dundee. she's yeah. done. I put it up on Dundee, <laughs> an offender, and you know the guards check that that site. You think they don't, but they will, and they be like, "Oh, so lazy on their part, though, isn't it? Just looking for criminals up on Dundee." Well, they're looking. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, you know they should look- be out on the street. Pound in the pavements. Well, it's all computers, as Judge Roy. Mm. I mean, they get the computers the one deciding these things these days. Right. Well, look, I, do you admit that you want to be an artist like Van Gogh and that's why you're going around with these arse cheeks? <laughs> okay. I admit it. I want to be an artist like Van Gogh and that's why I'm going around with these ass cheeks. Right. Okay. And, um, and will you admit that we're in love? I admitted that the moment I uh, shopped you in. I said, I don't want to do this. I'm in love with you. Here she is, guard. Right. Um, Right. uh, Anna, your brother, Rusty, has been listening in, Rusty Fender. You you think that Mm -hmm. she is guilty? Rusty. I know she's guilty. I know it. How do you know, Rusty? Because the crimes were against me, Dave. Oh, that was your Van Gogh that she owned? Because <laughs> that belongs in a museum, surely. Or a gallery, rather. A museum. <laughs> it's, it's not like... It's not like one of the... Um, it's not the one that... It was his notes, like... Okay. His painting notes. Yeah. The one that she has. So it's not like... The really good version of the sunflowers. Yeah, it was just like his his painting note. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. His color chart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was just working. So it. you privately said, owned that piece yeah, legitimately. I, yeah, I, I spent every penny that I've ever made, ever, 
on that piece I bought it online <laughs> she bought it on Dundeal the, uh, the painting notes oh the online Dundeal I think yeah. Rusty bought these painting notes off Anna and that's the real crime because I don't think Van Gogh <laughs> wrote out notes in English saying I'm going to do a painting no, Anna, I but you recognize this notes. in her there's, room as being I yes of course a Van Gogh I saw it. It says at the bottom of it, Vincent van Gogh. Yeah. So I said, whoa, hold on a second. Someone's and you up to something. the sunflowers. So it was obviously, there was... Well, Pat, yes, was it a, a post-coital or... haze? We all know that that was what was going on I don't on need there. to hear about my sister's sex life. Yeah, well, deal with it, Rusty. That's a crime. That's a crime on my earlobe. Well, we asked you not to... We asked you to leave the top bunk when we went into that room. I was critiquing my art piece. <laughs> Your own art piece? <laughs> the Van Gogh. You were critiquing it. Yeah, I was critiquing it. I was enjoying it. And you mean you were I... staring at it while masturbating on the bed? <laughs> uh, yeah. We asked you to leave, and you... <laughs> what did... <laughs> In Rusty's defense, it sounds like he was there. It was his room as well. My bedroom. Enjoying himself. He, paid, he saved up all of his money that he's ever earned. Thank you, Dave. To yeah. buy this Van Gogh. And it doesn't matter if it's legitimate or not. It doesn't he, matter if it's... I can't what, understand what how I we are even related. <laughs> like, obviously, it has an effect on people. Like, am I right, Pat? Were you not, like, helped along by the notes, the painting notes? Well, there is a section of the painting notes where there's a capital B, and it looks quite like an ass. And so, yes, I did, but for only for that reason of how nice that B looked. Yeah, yeah. It's a really nice B. Rusty, while we're here... here, Uh, had you got anything to do with the smoking gun that was there, the blown open safe? Was that anything to do with you? Look, I think that Anna and my, like, you know, what we do in our room, um, and that's not sexual, just because I know that might <laughs> sound weird. Yeah, no, we don't. There's, we, not, no, <laughs> there's no. nothing like that. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, we are working on a big project. <laughs> okay, and that's what the gun. And that is. also is not sexual, even right. though it may sound like it. Right, but it involved a gun and a safe and a safe and a pair of crutches right. and menstrual blood. Oh, that was that was related to the project, yes. and not not the. Sex. We're also artists. Oh, okay. Did you know this, Pat? Oh, God, yeah. I've been a fan of these two as artists for years. (laughs) Oh, right. Almost unrelated to it. Unrelated to anything we've said so far. Yeah, I'm just a huge, huge fan. We're not very good at the specifics here, Dave. We're just... We're, pe- we're people, we're flawed, we're figuring out, out in this crazy world. Wait, and I'm just realizing now that this is the famous Fender siblings. Oh, the Fenders, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going to be really famous when we're dead, even more so. Yeah, yeah. We're prepared for that, Dave. We're prepared for that. We were going to sell um, Pat Down's limp, kind of milked body. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say there for a minute. My limp milk body. What does that mean? Well, I I, I mean, would I 
Were you planning to, to have sex with well, me Well, once you were dead? milked, once we had milked you, <laughs> and your body was milked of all its... What? You... <laughs> having... Having sex with you, Judge. and I'm sorry to say, was an act of art, yeah. and the result was art. She wasn't, it wasn't because I was in. She wasn't making no, love. She no. was milking. You. I was milking Judge Roy. Are you hearing this, Judge Roy? This is attempted was... murder. Of its... <laughs> Judge Roy. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Judge Roy, what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> sorry, I was I was milking myself there. Um, God. Yeah. Fascinating. No, I'll add this to my. <laughs> you weren't. You know. <laughs> Fascinating. Did you hear what? that? What? <laughs> the case. This case is fascinating. Yeah, I'm not sure a crime is actually being committed, Pat. They tried to milk me to death. Well, they You didn't liked it. The attempted murder is still a crime, Dave. Yeah, but they didn't get very far. What if you had sex like one time, you know? I just think a jury is going to struggle to to really see the, the harm in that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, How... well, judge, what do you think? Look, as I say, you know, it's all up to who who's on that jury. You yeah, know? you get a bunch of Egypts and they you can, can get a bunch you of Egypt, anything. Or you can get a bunch of NCAD students. Is that a oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. College, you know? well they'd appreciate the, like the they appreciate the, the art and the art oh, is yeah. I thought that was just the ultimate goal definition of the opposite of an Egypt <laughs> definitely not no 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 you could get you know you get Egypts of any walk of life but uh, if there are Egypts but judge probably, what we'll, we'll you can see what we're trying to do with this art so, you know is uh, what I want to know well I've been I've been affected yeah thank you thank yeah. you yeah, yeah. Uh, physically physically yeah okay. Well, um, I don't know if we've gotten to the bottom of anything as such. Um, uh, sorry, you're turning me on. <laughs> no, I, I, I won't. I won't, <laughs> I won't allow that. <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. <laughs> I want to thank all my callers today. But I especially want to thank Perler Work, Hannah Mamelis and Mark Canton. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, God, that one really got away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, is there I think any dream coming up in the, um, in the summer kind of well there's yeah I think there might be a Vicar Street um, yeah, in what? I think it's the 2nd of May what's the film is it Star Wars Star Wars the, the, tri- the, the original trilogy yeah brilliant yeah yeah. I think that's I think that's when it's moved to the 2nd of May so that'll definitely happen I ha- oh, ha- yeah <laughs> That'll probably be in our period where we think everything's okay again for a while, won't yeah. it? Yeah. Somewhere. You know? yeah. yeah. Mark? Um, listen to Look What's After Happening. It's a comedy podcast. It's an, imp- it's an improvised podcast. And uh, <laughs> Hannah, Dave and Pearl have all been on it. Myself and Luke Benson do it. It's fun. Also, go to markcanton.com and you can find the podcast there and all kinds of other things. Amazing. Pearl, and you want to plug... Um, I will plug the show I'm watching at the moment, Goliath. Very good. What is it? Recommend. What is it? <laughs> it's um, Billy Bob Thornton is a um, lawyer fighting sort of big Men. problems. Is he, is he David against Goliath space. kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah, mm. Nice. Yeah. That does yeah. sound good. Very good. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm. I'm going to plug something. I'm mm. going to plug uh, someone for everyone. 
Oh, is that the right nice. name? I said yes. it right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, a show that Mark and Pearl made um, a while back. That's very, very funny. There's like three episodes. Three episodes. Yes. Uh, I'm sure they're on YouTube and Vimeo or something like that. Or markcanton.com. If, if you go to markcanton.com, mm. uh, think of it like a sentence. Mark Cantan. I am slightly more tanned than right. a normal Irish person. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Yeah. You'll that's also find it. all of our stuff that we've ever made on Mark's yeah. website as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mark. That's just how it works. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby O'Hearn for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Phoning it in. Phoning it in. If you're in a quandary or got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. You were our fluffer. <laughs> our smut fluffer. <laughs> This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.